In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's a great grace that we are able to celebrate the consecration of this church, as we do this year and every year, during these beautiful months, when we have planted these flower gardens. This is how it has always been. They are for us always an introduction. It is for all those who come here for the first time, the importance of this feast which we celebrate today. The actual day for this feast is May 31st, but this year that was the Feast of Corpus Christi. And so, we celebrate the, de- the dedication of this church today. And I hope you're all able to join us for the celebration downstairs after the High Mass today. Flower gardens are something that all human beings seem to be able to agree on. I've never heard anyone mount a violent argument against flower gardens. And therefore, they often provide for us an inroad for introducing people to the meaning of what we celebrate today. For when we consider flower gardens, we may say to people, you see that some things are here simply for the purpose of being beautiful. And in this case, we may go on to say that the beautiful, all the beauty that is found within these walls deserve a beautiful setting without. This truth is very difficult to convey in our times. That is, as it has been indeed for many centuries. The truth which we bring home to others today in celebrating the dedication of this wondrous church is that if we do not use the beautiful things of this world for God's glory, then they will be used inevitably for the glory of the world. Witness the Protestant revolt. Throughout Europe the cry went forth that we must worship God in spirit and in truth. We must strip churches of their gold, silver, and ornate artistry. The immediate result was that common folk could no longer enter a church and be lifted up by the beauty they found there. Nor would they ever see those riches again, for those riches did not come to their aid. They were henceforth safely tucked away in the houses of the nobility who profited from this fraudulent reform. That was centuries ago, but the fruits of that revolt are found 
throughout the secularist world in which we live today. Today, even within the ranks of the Catholic fold, the cry goes out against triumphalism. It would seem to such persons that the splendor of churches, gardens, public processions, like the one we just had on Corpus Christi, all of these things, they suspect, manifest a sort of collective pride among the people here, which obscures the simple message of the Gospel. Surely, honest functionality is to be preferred to all this superfluous splendor. And yes, those words come next to mind. Why all this waste? Could not all of this money have been used instead to help the poor? I trust I needn't remind you which of the apostles said that. And if that same thought is on your mind, you may trust that our Lord's response today will be the same as it was to Judas. Do not rebuke those who have anointed my feet with this beautiful church. They have done a good thing for me. They honor my mother, who kept me nine months in her womb. And they glorify me now by reminding all people that I dwell here, a prisoner of my love for you. Behold the tabernacle of God with men, and he will dwell with them. They shall be his people, and God himself with them shall be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and death shall be no more, nor mourning, nor crying, nor sorrow. For the former things are passed away. In our age, how can we not triumph? The Son of Man, we are told today, is come to seek and save that which was lost. He came to found a visible church not a secret society. He came to draw all things to himself, not by force, not by intrigue, but by beauty, truth, and love. We are not told by the gospel to be without triumph, to be without glory or boasting. Rather, the Apostle says, Far be it from me to glory in anything except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God, he says, who always makes us triumph in Christ Jesus. And so today let us triumph in this tabernacle of God with men. For it is by means of this visible church the Son of Man has come to seek and save all of us who were lost in this world of sin. Let us use the things of this world while we have time 
for God's glory. For if not, they will be used only for the glory of the prince of this world. To Christ Jesus, dwelling in this tabernacle of love, be all glory and honor forever and ever. Amen.